Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. Sports. Entertainment. Little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal Blue Wire. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you our thoughts on Las Vegas Raiders. Before entering into the world of news and other topics we find interesting, here we go. Pads are on. Uh, we saw it this week out there uh, uh, sweating ourselves. We didn't have any pads on, but we might as well have. Uh, with all the uh, heat out there, I'm sure people are very uh, feeling very sorry for ourselves. Um, but it's exciting because, you know, we finally get to see some pads and uh, some hitting, uh, albeit not great hitting, in terms of uh, bringing guys to the ground and really, really physical. But uh, were you excited to see it? Yeah, it was good. I mean, you saw some live goal line. Um, we should we should say that Josh McDaniels has said they don't plan on tackling to the ground at all in training camp, which I don't think is the worst idea uh, in the world. And we can uh, also get into the uh, the Guardian caps that have become such a yes, uh, they're big deal, su- such a uh, topic of conversation as well uh, out on the field that they're using for safety, which I find to be it's controversial and it's so silly. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're doing everything they can to stay safe, stay healthy. And um and prepare for the season and and I know that you know the first reaction is well if you're not tackling, uh are you going to be ready to go in the season? Right. And I think that is the balance that you have. But uh, th- I think the balance that they work out is whatever you lose in you know ability to take somebody to the ground and they have to maybe miss a couple tackles here and there. You probably make up for in your players being healthy, and that's the calculation that any coach makes. And I think that's what they're trying to deal with right now. Uh, and they've got the preseason games. They have an extra preseason game above everyone else. Uh, to you know, to get ready and to prepare and actually tackle live, and let's say that even though they're not tackling to the ground, like they're going through the process of what it would be, a, what what a tackle would be, like they're hitting and wrapping up, and right. then just, just not go. taking. Well, and a couple guys went to the ground, but not many. Yeah, and and, and a little rambunctious, some, some friendly fire as well as yeah. uh, Roderick Teamer has not returned to practice after uh, getting laid out by Jonathan Abram on some miscommunication on a coverage drill. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's still contact. There's still, you know, the linemen are going, you know, pretty hard against each other, especially in that live goal line drill that they're doing. Uh, they're doing, um, not quite an Oklahoma drill, which, uh, football players love. I, uh, as a football player who hated contact and it's why I probably didn't go very far in football. You didn't like hitting people. Yeah, it was the, I was one of the most frustrating players I've been called, uh, that my coach had ever seen. Well, you, uh, in high because school? you didn't want to, you didn't want to hurt people. Well, I'm a, I'm a big dude, but you know, not to you know, whatever. But I'm I'm pretty athletic. Right. So I played basketball. I've, I've, played, I've, I've played basketball with you. I played basketball and baseball, and so they were kind of drooling over me as a football. Did you play player. baseball. Yeah, but they were drooling over me as baseball is my number one sport. What'd you play? I played. Oh, I pitched. But I played a lot of third base. Nice. Yeah. Athletic. Well, it's also we we can get into this on the podcast someday. I uh, I refused to wear glasses, and I needed them. And uh, so I I basically threw the first base on feel and was very good, like knowing where I was. And when I finally got glasses, uh, my throws would be so short because the glasses (laughs) messed you up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I I, I knew where I was. Then I I looked like I was so close to the first baseman. My throws would be super (laughs) short over the first. It was a mess. Uh, But no, I could because I was a basketball and a baseball player and I was a big dude. Oh, they wanted to recruit you to the football field. My first day at Silverado High School, uh, my teacher was the driver's ed teacher was a football coach. And he said, uh, see a football practice. And I said, no, I don't play football. I play basketball and baseball. And he said, I'll see a football practice after school today. And I said, no, I don't, I don't do that. 
uh, later in the day, he found me and he said, uh, I was talking to some people. Sounds like you, uh, you, you might be valedictorian at this school. And I was like, well, I mean, it's early in my high school career, but yeah, it's possible. And he's like, well, you're probably going to be tough after you fail my class for not playing football. Really? And I said, okay. Threaten the F in driver's ed? I was, I'll see you at the football field later today. And in drills, I was far and away. It was Are you this making kid, contact in drills? Well, you're hitting the sled. You know, but you're, the Where'd footwork, they have yet? Where'd they have yet? Uh, left tackle. Colton footwork, Miller. Footwork was great. Uh, the form was perfect. The explosion off the line. Explosion off the and then line. You, and then they lied to they line somebody up over me. <laughs> line somebody up over me. I'll be like, oh, what do you, you want me to hit this person? What do they do? I don't want to do that. That's not the greatest football. Uh, uh, no, I was a complete and total failure. But they the excitement level that they had for me compared to what I actually was was insane. Well, because they probably saw you in drills first. No, that's so what they, I'm saying. No, they, they they said, "Wait, this big dude on our campus can move like that. This. Plays basketball and baseball is going to come play football. Wow, we can and then go through the drills. Wow, we've got a star on our hands. <laughs> Let's tackle and then line somebody up and try to hit someone. And they said, "What are you doing? Hit him! Like, oh, I don't want to hit somebody. <laughs> oh no, I want to hit the go out and hit the guy. How long did you last? A, a, a season. Oh, you played? Yeah. Oh yeah." You didn't like Olay yourself and let your quarterback get killed. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Uh, it was few and far between that they would actually let me block for. Well, we were terrible also. But it was like, okay, get out there. And for, well, J- well, JV, because I, I, I started, because I'd never even put a pad on before. So it was a, you know, as I started out, I was like, oh, you're JV. Okay, go ahead and get out there. And I played every snap, offense, defense, and special teams, never came out of the game. Play on the line defensively? Oh, yeah. Nose tackle. Do you like tackling people? Uh, More so no, than no, so no con. You you would have preferred being completely athletic and completely skilled and touching. Oh, nobody. if we just hit the sled all day, yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Even that, yeah, it's more the form. The form was was great, and then it was the the contact was not my thing. So no, it was never going to happen. I I mean, I'll, I'll say I don't know. You know, we've talked about who our producer is on the show. He's uh, an MMA fighter. Well, his his cousin was a very very good athlete. Frank Mir was an eventual heavyweight champion. Yeah, uh, one of my I, w- I was going to say highlights. It was low light of my career. Uh, he lit me up. We played Bonanza High School. He lit me up so badly. What position was he? Uh, I think he was actually playing fullback at the time. And they kind and of you're ran, the nose guard, and he's coming through. Well, they kind of ran a trap where you know you as a nose guard, I was like, oh, look, I'm free. I'm going right. right to get this. I'm getting going to get this guy right now. They just left me kind of open in the middle in the middle of the hole, and he came through and drilled me. I I think I lost where I was for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but the my favorite part of that story is that you know I eventually covered MMA and got to know Frank pretty well, and I told him the story. Did you remember it? No, he goes. I mean, I did that like ten times a game. Why would I remember? <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was like this horrifying traumatic experience. <laughs> to him, it was just a normal day. Did you end up being valedictorian? Fourth out of a thousand. Ah, uh, come on, what's wrong with you? Top. Who were the other three? Come on. With you, you want to know? Ball. You want to know the really embarrassing part of this? Uh, well, you're embarrassing that you should have won it. Yeah, I got one B. Not in driver's ed. No, because you couldn't hit somebody. Worse for for what we do. Now. Oh, English journalism. Oh no, you got a B in journalism. Well, 
Uh, so by, if you get the A there, do you do you, do you uh, take home the trophy? Well, I think it would have been like a there was like a weird tie situation. I don't know how that would have worked out. At a four seven two, I think the most you can get is four seven five. Okay. Um, and now the kids get like like five point eight. Yeah. Now like, how with the that? AP classes. Yeah. Well, and, that that's and, what and it was. But the, even no matter how many AP classes you took, four seven five was the max. And I got a four seven two. Uh, our our valedictorian obviously very brilliant. Everybody that was in the top, you know, a yeah. thousand kids. I think a yeah. thousand seven kids in the school. Okay. Something like that. Uh, with that much big of a class, top three were solid. Yeah, you're gonna be solid. But my, I was obviously I had some talent in journalism. I was the I was the editor of the school. You paper. had to be the editor of the school paper. Like, but all I of us. by senior year, I was totally mailing it in, and I would just leave. And by that time, I had a you know I had been dating the girl since sophomore year, and like I'd just leave and go to her class and just mess around. And my teacher said, "You have wait." We've talked about this with her. I've talked about it with her after working here at the RJ for a while. With the teacher, and she's like, I think you know, I think that was a good message for you. To like Why focus. she's taking now? She's taking uh, part for your success. Yeah, I've gone and talked to her classes, and she, she and she'll remind everybody he made it, you know, in this business, and uh, it's because I gave him that. <laughs> We've made it. I think so. Really? Well, for the, you know, for those kids, sure. And she's like, I think it's because I gave him that B because he thought that he was so talented. And so, hey, it's not just about producing the stories; you still have to work. And so, even though he did the work to an A level. I didn't think the focus was there, so I gave him a big. What a high school career you had! I was—I mean, I peaked. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> peaked like sophomore year. Downhill since then. Sure, no question. <laughs> yeah, I did not make valedictorian. I uh, <laughs> you weren't you weren't there. No, I wasn't there. I wasn't near near there. I uh, I speech would have been good. I tried think. speech might have been good, but I, I tried to get by and get through and. Listen, I mean, you went, to, I, you went to a more prestigious academy than Silverado High School, where I was. Modern Day High School, yeah. Santa Ana, sure. yeah, the top parochial school in Southern California, the Bishop Gorman of Southern California. <laughs> Nobody threatened you with a B for not playing for, or with an F for not playing football. No, no one threatened okay. me. No, no, they were out there winning national titles as they are now, so uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, I right, getting back to the Raiders. I want to ask something that I saw on Twitter. I thought was interesting because again, here we go beating the horse of the offensive line. But I saw a tweet the other day. That um hold, hold on before, before we even do it. I'm gonna time I'm gonna I'll tie my nonsense story into the Raiders. Okay. Uh ever since the first day I watched Lester Cotton in drills. This this year. No, no. When he first back in the was day with the Raiders, yeah. And then last year in the training camp and throughout the season, uh, I would stand on the sideline of practice and myself and I usually watch with there's a couple of people I definitely kind of rotate around or watch practice with, but uh, you know, one of one of the people we work with at a uh, at a different publication, uh, one of my good friends outside of the Raiders land, uh, we would just stand there and say, Lester Cotton dominates every single drill. Now, this guy that you're talking about was also an offensive lineman he was, in high he school. He was a very good offensive lineman, okay. yeah. Uh, and and we will we'll just say he dominates every drill. Why is he not in the games? Like, why when? Why during the week of practice is he the best offensive lineman on the field when you're hitting the sled or you're going through a drill, the footwork, the coaches, you know, are running so you through Do you have quick things. hands and good feet? He's, he's, he's got everything you could want. The explosion. Explosion. Yeah. Why, you got to have explosion. The connectivity between yeah, the two things for have sure. It. Uh, and and I'll, it, he was like like me uh, to a much different level, but okay. he he will dominate the drills. But then for some You're reason, comparing yourself to Lester Cotton now, I'm, no, the journeys I'll say. <laughs> oh, but then when he geez. takes for whatever reason, it doesn't translate to the field. So I'm sure the Raiders coaches, which is a previous regime, obviously not the ones that are here now, have been frustrated of why is this dude dominant on the practice field and we can't and put we him can't put him in a game because it doesn't happen. Then so that's why I'm, I'm tying myself. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And now, 
it looks like he's kind of figured it out, right? I mean, he well, he's starting. If there's a game today, he, there's no question. If you know, right now he is uh, he is on the first unit, yeah. for the offensive line. Uh, projected right, right guard. If, if they had to start a game tomorrow, I have no doubt he would be the starting right guard. Yeah, for this team, I think his success is one of the reasons that Denzel Good had a pay cut and then eventually uh, retired. I mean, I think he has some family issues going on, but I think that one of the things they told him was. Hey, right now you're not the starter, so we're not going to pay you three and a half million. If you want to stay, you can take a million and a half, and he renegotiated that deal. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think he's he's putting it all together at this point, which I think is very encouraging for the staff for the team. And listen, he there's been no secret he's come to camp out of shape. He's he's gotten out of shape during the season. Uh, it hasn't stopped him from dominating in practice to me. But he's he seems to have been rededicated. And uh, Josh McDaniels didn't get into details the other day about him, but he said. You know, we've heard what we've heard about him before we got here. I haven't seen that. And he didn't elaborate Which on what that was. But it was laziness, being in shape. Yeah, sure. Not all being those in shape, things. all the things and that so uh, it seems like he's, not playing. It seems like he's figured it out and put it together, which I think is very encouraging for. He's taking for credit for this. No. Well, where did you get that from? Well, you're, you're pumping yourself up yet again that you were the one who kind of discovered this guy and saw that he was. No, I think uh, I was wrong. I was missing all the other things. About him, like, yes, you can dominate drills, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to dominate in the game. I was missing all those things. I was missing that he was out of shape. I was missing that he might have been taking little lazy. plays off here and there and being lazy. I was missing all those. All I was seeing is that he's dominating drills. Now it seems like he's kind of putting it together. All right. Well, we'll keep a watch on him. I agree with you. If they started today, he'd be the starting right guard. Uh, back to my point about the tweet I saw it was about Alex Leatherwood. And the tweet was a pretty straightforward one. And it was like, it was saying if you are a first round pick and you can't beat out Lester Cotton or Brandon Parker, you're a failure. Uh, in your second year as a first round you're, pick, you're two. Yeah, is he a failure or is Mike Mayock a failure? Well, I mean, taking him in the first round. Let's look at the rest of the drafts that that the Raiders it's have true. had in the last couple of years. It's true. I think the you know the, the verdict's not out. The, the verdict is back. It's it's returned, and we know what the we know what the verdict is on the Raiders drafts over the last couple of years. Right. Not great. Uh, there's no, there's no debating that. There's no question about that for sure. Uh, I thought at the time, and you know this, that Alex Leatherwood was a horrific pick. Yeah, horrific well, at that spot. Yes, at that yes. spot. Yes, he was a very, very good college player who projected as a tweener. Didn't really know what position he would play necessarily at the next level. A guy who was a little bit older for a draft pick, by right. the way. Uh, a, there was a lot of factors, and what I said at the time, I think has listen. I've got a lot of things wrong. Uh, you're gonna say I'm, you know, I'm saying it again. You go back. We did that draft show. We're live. I believe we we're at the South Point doing a live draft show that night. And what I said was, man, if they took, because I was screaming in the first round for them to take Trayvon Merritt, and who was a up, first round pick that didn't go in the first, right? Round. And they ended up getting him in the second round. Right. And, I, and on our draft recap show that night, I said, if you took Trayvon Merritt in the first round and Alex Leatherwood in the second round, would have been considered a great draft. Would have been a great draft, and nobody yeah. would have freaked out. Now, in, in the end, it doesn't matter where you take somebody; you got him on the roster, and right. that all works out. But if Alex Leatherwood is a second round pick right now, you would have said, struggled coming out of the gates at right tackle, moved to right guard, struggled, especially with penalties pre snap, but. And he got into a little bit of a rhythm late in the year where yeah. he looked okay. Now you're trying to move him back to tackle. And if he was a second round pick, he would just be kind of easing into right. things. It's and all about say, being a first round pick. Trayvon Merrick was a first round pick and he had a great season yes. and that was a good pick. And and that's how this would have worked out. So it's not his fault that he was taken in the first round. That's, that's No, I don't know. I don't fault. think anyone's... I, I thought it was a, a silly tweet. If anyone failed, it was the people who picked him in the first sure. round, which was uh, John Gruden and Mike Mayock. Yeah, 
I think that's absolutely that's absolutely fair, and I, I think it's way too soon to make any determination on Alex Leatherwood. By the way, he wouldn't be start as we mentioned about Cotton. He wouldn't be starting if the season started tomorrow. But the season doesn't start tomorrow. Yeah, and they we have, also they don't have, know they have these extra games. I mean, they have a lot of football to play that where that offensive line is shaking itself up. You also don't know who's going to be on the waiver wire. Yeah. You also know who other guys are going to pick up. I do think they're going to pick up some linemen off the waiver wire, depending on who's available. Probably not doing it yet because you don't want to pay starters money at this point. So you want to get someone off the waiver wire for you know less money. But you're right. There's a lot of games for Alex Leatherwood to prove himself and uh, to show that he should be starting. Yeah, I, I think. And, and look, we also don't know what coaches are doing, right? So right now, it's no longer a rotation. We're seeing what the no, they've, seeing what they've the kind of are. put out the first unit. Yeah, and we're seeing ones versus ones and twos versus twos. And the first the first offensive line is the same every day. And it's the same in every drill. And it's Brandon Parker at right tackle and uh, Lester Cotton at right guard. And then obviously James, James Simpson, Simpson and, Miller. and Miller. Like That's what the first unit offensive line is today. It doesn't mean it's going to be when they line up on Thursday. We don't know who starters are going to even play on Thursday. It doesn't mean it's going to be week one. And they could be sending a message to Leatherwood. Maybe maybe Leatherwood is their number one right tackle right now, and they're sending a message to him and saying, hey, you still got to work to get there. Like, that's possible. We don't know what's in the coach's head because they don't tell us. Yesterday, Josh McDaniel said all the spots are still kind of up for grabs. And and he, when, he, when he said it, I think he's referring to left guard, right guard, right tackle. I think we all know who the left tackle and the center are. But – He's saying, hey, th- there's still time. The- it's got to be decided on the field. And they've only had uh, they- they've only had pads on for two practices. So let's not freak out about it. But I-, I also don't think even if Alex Leatherwood doesn't win the starting job, you can't say he's a failure yet. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. I want to ask about some more positions that you've seen in full pads yet. Um, let's go. I thought it was interesting. We talked to some linebackers this week. We talked to Divine Diablo. Uh, uh, we know that Denzel Perryman, Josh McDaniel said Denzel Perryman is uh, coming to him if he thinks of something off and kind of being a leader out there, Jayon Brown in the middle. Uh, this is a position we don't talk about very often. We've talked about the offensive line. Everyone talks about the opposite corner. Uh, what, is Josh Jacobs looking as good as everyone says he is? Where's Kenyon Drake, Drake fit into this? Coming off the ankle injury, who's going to back up Carr? But give me your thoughts on these linebackers. Uh, Denzel Perryman, I think also, much like Waller, would like a new deal. Um, uh, much like Waller and others. And and obviously, Josh Jacobs, they didn't exercise his option, so he's going to have to play this year into his own deal. But um, we don't talk about a lot of the linebackers yet uh, in terms of the well, in terms of the three. No, days, nobody so. does. Linebackers don't really exist in the NFL anymore. I mean, they do, and they're important. Well, they, but, they're they're important. Yeah, but they, they play so many so many sub packages and so many so much different. I don't rotation. even know what defense they're going to play. Well, they won't say. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, the there's options, but they they. I mean, they're playing a Patrick three, four, Graham won't tell us. Anything. They're playing a three four base, but I think it's going to be game plan specific, and it's going to be you know, situational specific, right? They, they very rarely are going to line up in the same formation twice in a row. I, I would say is the, uh, the first part of that. Uh, and, and the way that they, obviously Chandler Jones in this defense is, you know, people refer to him as a pass rusher defensive end. He's a, an outside linebacker. Oh, he's an outside linebacker. In this, yeah. in this yeah. defense for sure. Um, you know, Ky- Kyler Fackrell, we should just mention who they thought was going to be. He's, a done, for the, option. Done, for he's, the he's done for the season for the Raiders. If he's yeah. released and they come to an injury settlement, he can play somewhere else. But, um, yeah, it's. I think Denzel Perriman is hands down the guy that's going to be on the field the most, the guy that's going to be relied on the most. Uh, he's going to be out there 
serving a simple, it's a different defense, obviously, but a similar type of role of last year, just kind of patrolling, you know, from the line of scrimmage to about three yards downfield and just finding guys and, and hitting them. Uh, that's what he did well last year. They, they put him in a situation to, to thrive. Uh, and I think that you can watch that film and, and I think Patrick Graham will figure out a way. That's one of the things he does is take the personnel that you have. And that's why they don't commit to a defensive philosophy because it's okay. Let's take who we have, put them in the positions to succeed. Um, that's why I think eventually, even though we're seeing Jonathan Abram cover a lot in uh, practice one of right my, now. My questions. Have you seen him cover anybody? He's trying. Uh, he's he thrives near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, that's where he's that's, that's where, where he's he, terrific. At. That's where he should be playing. That's where he yes. plays best. And I think eventually you'll see more of that from him. They'll they'll put him in more of a linebacker type role as a box safety, uh, and he'll be in that kind of similar uh, situation where he's a guy that goes back and forth, but mostly is near the line of scrimmage and just kind of goes right. and finds the ball and, and makes a tackle. Uh, so you know, John Brown is is a very very good player. Uh, you know, he's not going to thrill anybody, not going to be exciting, but he's going to fill a role as well. Uh, I think he's a guy that's going to be very impactful uh, for this team, but uh, they are going to be in a ton of different sub packages all the time. You're going to see linebackers all over the field. You'll see safeties all over, all over the field. You've got a guy like Divine Diablo who is kind of both. He's on the field a lot right now. Um, he was a safety trying to move to linebacker, but he's that hybrid type player that is going to be perfect for this defense. And that's, that's, that's where you have to look and say, you know, Positions don't necessarily matter uh, in football anymore at all, but especially in this defense, I don't think it's you know the labels are going to be that important for where they are. It's just going to be who's on the field, and I think you'll see an awful lot of Devon Diablo this year. All right. Well, the opener is uh, next Thursday, uh, Hall of Fame game uh, against uh, Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville. And like Adam said, they have one extra game uh, than everyone else other than Jacksonville. So a lot of time to uh, break down these uh, positions and who's going to start. Did you know it was National Lasagna Day? Oh, that sounds delicious, actually. Can you make lasagna? <laughs> oh, God, no. Are you nuts? I'd have no chance. Are you I, nuts? I wouldn't even know where to put the cheese. I can't make anything. I can't make anything. Oh, that's now lasagna. Not a di- not. You'd have no chance. I mean, I here's what I would do. I would just like I do with anything that I have to fix, anything with a car, uh, anything that can be considered manly manual work at all. Yeah, I would. I will. Like set up a phone with a YouTube video, like a how-to. You learn. I mean, I'll f- I could figure it out. Sure. Like I had to do that to uh, to jumpstart a car not not too long ago, where you play the jumpstart a car. Yeah, you play the video and you don't to to know which order yeah, you put the the things the on thongs the. On I still a, don't. I still couldn't tell you right now if you go negative on the battery. Positive. But you positive go, you go negative. Dead, you go dead battery first, and then you go negative on the po- on the good battery. You and just then put them on, man. No, you got to do it in the right order. You don't start. I've a done fire. it a million times. You, you, I just put them on. I put them on the dead one, and then I put them on the live one. Right, but you go negative first on the live one, or positive first. I mean, There's I a do, proper order. To I do, do it until I do it until I get shocked, and then I figure I've what, done it the wrong way, so I'm going to do it the other way. I've gotten I've gotten the sparks a few times. What kind of a land of chaos are you <laughs> living in? I've gotten, the, I've gotten the sparks a few do, times. I, I'll turn on the YouTube video to tell you which way to go, and then you do it. Which That's, which whose other uh, you have a friend's car that allowed you to use their battery? Who also didn't know? Sure, and they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who had it? the cables? I Not actually, you. No, I wouldn't. No, I, you I, had to go buy jumper cables sure. while your car was sitting there dead. No, it was their car. Oh, it was their car. So you, why weren't they buying the cables? I mean, Venmo, you were on the way. They were, their car was dead on the way over there. Do I, I know this person? No. Okay. But on the way there, I stopped and got the cables and then did it. Watched the video and did it. That's how I do anything. I Look, 
I mean, you want to talk. This is how bad. I'm not. This is not jokes. I know how to do nothing. I barely know how to open a door unless the. the okay, you unless turn the Larry's handle, here, opening it for us. It's there. Uh, I had to. You know uh, the in the vents in your house, you have to change the air conditioner filters. Yes. I never know which way they go. I never know how to do it because I think the arrows point the opposite way that you think they would point. So I got the YouTube video. I out. don't do it. The wife does it. Yeah. I've never done it try, in my life. Okay. Try to do it later. No. See if you, yes, just, just look and see if you know which way to go because there's arrows that point a direction, but do they go up or down? I, like I said, I wouldn't, Bonnie does, uh, Bunny does everything like that. I can't right. do a thing. What is, what, you, when I left today, she was under the sink changing filters. No chance. I would have flooded the house. I don't, I, she doesn't even bother asking anymore. We were unscrewing cabinets the other day. We're getting new cabinets in the, in the, uh, in the uh, kitchen, uh, I all all she did was say stop, just stand right there. She got on the ladder, she was unscrewing, and she'd hand me the uh, uh, the screws, and I'd nervously put them in a little paper bag because if you if you lose one, you're you know you're 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 done because you know you have to go find it. I barely was able to put the screws in the paper bag. My hands were shaking. I I'm, didn't I didn't know how to, I hadn't I was nervous that I'd drop one of those like down the sink or something. I'm going to I mean I, I'll just end this conversation by just blowing you out of the water on incompetence right now. <laughs> I, I i mean this is i've i've admitted a lot of really embarrassing things about what you can't do yeah Th this is this right now is the ultimate <laughs> so the i have you know a, a bathroom in the downstairs yes my house. yes i know that the you know the when you there's a the lever when you flush it like it hooks onto the the flushing mechanism yes right? absolutely it should be very easy to just reconnect that right be very easy it that it disconnected about three months ago. You still haven't got it. I just locked the bathroom door. And <laughs> you stayed away from that bathroom. Yeah, nobody. Uh, no, if you come over, that's sorry, that's locked. That's off limits. You can get back in. Yeah, just you just yeah. You can. There's a little thing you can pop the lock open. But I'm just like no, no, don't go in there. I don't. This probably is a. I would say less than five second fix, but I can't. You can't just, do it. No. Okay, that that takes the cake. That that takes the cake. I I I can I can I have attached that before, and <laughs> it takes like two it seconds. Looks, there's a there's like a, there's a f little tiny hook. Yes, I, I attached. I got nothing. What a disaster! <laughs> what a disaster! Last question for you. We also. But, and by the today. way, there's not a YouTube video for that one because it's no it's because so it's so simple. simple because yeah. they say what idiot wouldn't know how to attach this. Oh, I found a YouTube video that said just lock the bathroom door so nobody comes in here. <laughs> uh, last question. We talked about this today. Did you see the story in North Carolina? You might have seen it. That you might have talked about it. That um, if you agree to work at a fast food restaurant for an hour, they'll give you free food. So, and you can't choose Dutch Brothers. You can't choose any of your coffee places. Okay. What would be your fast food go to? But you'd have to go in and you have to work the drive-through, and then they'd give you one item, one one one, uh, uh, so you know, sandwich or fries or shake or whatever you wanted. I mean, I don't want to ruin the game. I'm not eating fast food at the moment, so I can't. I can't even I, okay. think about that. But I'll I'll play, uh, and I'll say this: I think I have a huge advantage over you. Uh, growing well, up, well, you you probably worked it. Yeah, growing up dirt poor, I I had many. Are you insinuating I wasn't dirt poor? You just said where you went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> what are you What are you doing? It's true. So growing growing up dirt poor, it was tough growing up in Laguna Beach as uh, well. And by the way, living on my own at 16. Uh, which is another another underrated living part on your of own this. at sixteen. Yeah, uh, I had many fast food jobs. Okay, 
Um, I, I'll, I'll stick with the ones that I had because I, I had McDonald's for a while. I don't know if I should say the names of the place. That's fine though. Uh, well, same out. We might get the I same did, sponsor. I did figure. Well, I'm, I don't know if we're, they're going to after they hear this. Uh, I did figure out a way because there's two drive-through windows. It was the one for those here in town in Las Vegas that listen for McDonald's. Yeah, it was the one at uh, one they have to pay. It was at Windmill and Eastern, and then when you pick up your McDonald's. food, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, you could also make it so that you would say to, if you were if there's two people working, you would say to the other person, "Hey, I got. I have to help unload the you know load up a freezer. Delivery just came. So take." Paying and giving the food. Okay, and then go back in one and get window. The food. Right. Yeah, and then I would do that, and I would just go hang out. And they'd be like, "Are you done?" And I'd be like, "Oh, ten more minutes." <laughs> you, just, you just you tell them you're in the back getting food. I'd be like, oh, "I'm helping them unload the unload delivery the, to the freezer, and you got to take take both uh, paying and getting the food." And I would just what hang a out. slacker. So that was that was unfortunate. Uh, I would do that because it's easy. Uh, I did work at Subway for almost a year. You did? I did. You made sandwiches. I was a sandwich artist. Really. Uh, that I might go back to doing that, especially because it's gotten much easier. Now they did add the toaster, the toast, the toaster. You had a toast that adds a, a complicating toast. step for sure. Uh, so maybe ah, man, that that is another step. But I'll say that for those that remember, if you're an older person like ourselves here, they had a promotion at the time called Two for Tuesday. It okay, would be yes. two for yeah. like two subs, two subs for like five dollars. Yeah, and it would be. Lines of like a hundred people screaming. <laughs> that was a nightmare. So I don't know that Surprised I want to go back. Surprised you didn't call in sick on Tuesday. But some way I enjoy. Like you, you make the person's food. You, you know, you, you have a little conversation. Maybe I'd go Chipotle. It's kind of the same concept. Oh no, it's kind of the same concept. Not a Chipotle guy. <laughs> well, there goes that sponsor. There goes that sponsor. Uh, I might do that. Chipotle seems like it's a happening place. I wouldn't do Chick Fil A, even though I love it more than anything. That's my answer. I can't do the. That's my hey, answer. Hey, how you doing today? Yes. You couldn't do that either. I, I would, I'd have that uh, pad, that iPad. I'd smile and say, what would you like? Yeah, but you have to be super over-the-top friendly. That's their whole I business model. I can't do model. that. Yeah, you can't work there then. But I'd love the chicken sandwich. <laughs> okay, well, it that's might, fine. It might you, outdo, you have to it, do the job. It, it, it might outdo me not being a personable uh, uh, employee. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. You have, They'd that's fire me. part of the job. You, would, you wouldn't make it an hour. You'd make it 12 okay, minutes. Okay, what, what if I did tropical smoothie? I mean... You, I would do it. Now, here's the gimmick. It's 24 hours. I'll be like, yeah, I'll work from 3 to 4 a.m. Nobody's coming in. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, and I afterwards, guess... I want my Chipotle Chicken Club and yes. my smoothie. Oh, yeah. It's so delicious. Oh, oh it's great. Oh, Chipotle so Chicken good. Club is ridiculous. Uh, but that's, I mean, I think now we're just getting into ways that I would avoid actual work, which is essentially what I did in those jobs anyway. But yeah, I mean, that, that might be the way to go. Work the 3 to 4 a.m. shift at Tropical yeah, Smoothie. Yeah. Get it 24 hours. Taco Bell's 24 hours. Not, no, my son... not anymore. Not it's post, not, not post pandemic. There might be like one or two. I thought, I thought mine Plus, was over breakfast? in summer. My what son, my son, breakfast at Taco Bell. My son worked Taco Bell, and he worked McDonald's. Okay. I, I, yeah, we, Taco we Bell made seems tough. There's a lot of work to do. Huh? There's a lot of work to Taco do. Taco Bell is tough. He didn't last very long. Not a lot of sweeping tough. up. I don't like it. He didn't like the sweeping up. Daughter hasn't had many jobs. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> it's a princess. That's not surprising. the princess at home. I don't know what she's doing. She's not working very much. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Next Thursday. Uh, the Raiders open their season in the preseason against Jacksonville. Adam, I think, is going to be in San Diego somewhere. Delmar. Larry's going to be in Hawaii. I'll be here alone. I'll be, I'll <laughs> you be imagine the, me in this studio alone, not knowing what the hell to do. I'll be at the racetrack uh, trying to... 
Yep. <laughs> they just start I'll, talking. I'll be at the racetrack, try to hit a uh, a superfecta, and uh, that's only if I don't hit Mega Millions tonight. So that's right. Uh, we are uh, in position with a bunch of people from the Raiders practice uh, facility media. I should say media of hitting the Mega Millions tonight. Uh, it's a one point two eight billion right now. We got three hundred dollars in tickets. We have three hundred dollars in tickets. Uh, one of our colleagues is in California sure. as we speak. Uh, buying up all the tickets, sending us pictures and because I, I know she'd cheat us out of the whole. Well, I also, I also, cre- I trust her, but I also credit her for spreading it around. Don't go to one store; she's going to like seven or yeah. eight different stores. Yeah. yeah, to uh, to make sure we spread it around a little bit. What would it take? This is the obvious question. What would it take for you to just walk away from everything? Like sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Come on! What would uh, it take? Because what's it? About thirteen people in our group. Fifteen. Okay, it's twenty dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars each. Fifteen people. Okay, all right. I'm not good at math. Maybe you are. You were the valedictorian, or at least you're number four. So I don't know what one point two million is. I've been and and first of all, you got to take the taxes off the top anyway. Well, I don't think I slept. I was just looking at real estate in Cabo. Uh, so that was that was the yeah. start. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I actually the the weird thing is we all like, you know everybody jokes like I quit my job the next day. Like I I think I think I would stick it out for a while. Really, but I enjoy working. I don't. I know our boss is listening to the show. I don't think I'd work as hard. <laughs> you are I mean, a hard worker. I mean, I, gr- I I feel like I grind like yes. at work. I, yeah. You know, whatever I do, I'm you know I'm, I'm all in. Right. That might change. Yeah, that, that I, might. I, I, by the way, I I just joked about my loafing at the fast food places. Like I enjoy this, so I I grind. I don't think I'll grind. And if, if they said, "Hey, look, you're just not the same worker anymore," I would say, "I get that," and then and I'd then walk away. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would, I'd be dangerous. They, uh, they'd want to know what I'm writing from the Raiders, and I'd say you called the wrong number because I'm in my Montana cabin. Well, I'm in I, my I glorious did, Montana. I did joke cabin. about this. If, as you're listening Friday, uh, or we're recording Friday, if you're listening after this, the the drawing is tonight. Uh, Derek Carr's presser tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Oh, and we were joking that there'll be nobody there to cover it. it. That would be because the entire media is in on this on this Mega Millions pool, which Derek Carr might like. He probably he probably enjoy that if he walked in and only saw a few people. He, he would appreciate our tone more. Yeah, he would. Back up. Back that up. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal Blue Wire. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Meir, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. We'll talk to you next week, and we'll see if the Raiders can get a win. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.